Hello there everyone! I hope you're fine and safe in your home. So I would like to greet everyone Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. So these two holidays were joyful and only left a smile on our faces, which only means that we just left the spooky, scary, and suspenseful Halloween month. So for today's analysis, we will still be critiquing a thrilling book by Agatha Christie, which was adapted to become a miniseries. If you're a fan of Agatha's work, you already probably know what I was talking about. So this is And Then There Were None. So let's first try to interpret its title before we move forward to the content. The title itself seems to be suspenseful or mysterious because of the questions, How come there were none? Does this mean that there were many at first? And how many were there before they became none? These are only some of the questions that really blew my mind when I was wondering about the title. To start off with the story, let me introduce the characters. We have Philip Lombard, Vera Claythorne, Miss Emily Brent, Detective William Blore, Old Justice Wargrave, Anthony Marston, Mrs. Rogers, Dr. Edward Armstrong, General MacArthur, and Thomas Rogers. So yes, you heard me right. There were 10 characters in the story. I did not include Mr. and Mrs. Ewan Owen because just like the code that has been deciphered by Justice Wargrave, they were unknown. So let's now start the review of the selection by having the poem inside the story. So let's start. Ten little soldier boys went out to dine. One choked his little self, and then there were nine. Our ten main characters were called out by an unknown person named Mr. and Mrs. Ewan Owen and went to an isolated island also known as the Soldier Island. At the moment, they came there. They went to their respective rooms, and inside their rooms, there was a copy of the poem that I will be reciting to all of you. So they went down to the dining area and had a dinner. Claythor noticed that there were 10 figurines at the center of the dining table, which could symbolize the 10 little soldiers. Then... Anthony Marston choked himself while drinking a liquor and died. Nine little soldier boys stayed up very late. One overslept himself and then there were eight. As soon as Marston died, another dead body was found. It was Mrs. Rogers. She was lying on her bed because she was feeling sick. Dr. Armstrong did give her something to drink because of her illness, yet, to their surprise, Mrs. Rogers passed away. This is when they already thinking, or they are already thinking, who did it to the two people. Eight little soldier boys traveling in Devon. One said he'd stayed there, and then there were seven. After everything had have happened, they thought that they could just all together go and leave the island. 
But there is no way to live. There's no way out. Claythorne and General MacArthur was sitting and thinking about some things. So Claythorne left and General MacArthur said he would be staying. So a few minutes have passed. Miss Brent noticed that there were birds flying in circle. So she went where it was coming. Then she saw General MacArthur's dead body. Seven little soldier boys chopping up sticks. One chopped himself in halves and then there were six. It feels like there was really no way home. They do not know how to survive from what was happening. Well, at night time, Mr. Rogers notified everyone about their dinner. All of them went to their rooms until Dr. Armstrong went down to get a coffee and he saw Mr. Rogers' body cut in half. So there were six people who were still alive in the story. So at this time, you must be already on the verge of your thoughts on who will be the next one. Could it be Lombard? Or Wargrave? Blore? It could also be Brent, Claythorne, or Armstrong. Well, I can't wait anymore, so let's continue the story. So six little soldier boys playing with the hive. A bumblebee stung one, and then there were five. So they already knew at this moment that it was the poem. So they read the poem and concluded that there were no bees nor beehives in the house. So it was a question to them on how the sixth person will die. Since Claythorne noticed that the figurines were decreasing as people were dying, she checked how many figurines were left. Then she saw there were only five. She got the attention of everyone with the use of the gong, then identified the sixth body. It was Miss Emily Brent. There was a sharp object stuck on her neck with the letter B on its handle. So five little soldier boys going through a door. One stubbed his toe, and then there were four. It was the time when Justice Wargrave was found dead on his own room. The poem might be stating that the soldier was stubbed, yet Wargrave was shot on his head. Still, the story of the four soldiers continued. Four little soldier boys going out to sea. A red herring swallowed one, and then there were three. They already felt that they were being haunted, and there was no way out. So they enjoyed the night, and when I say enjoy, it is really real enjoy. Then after the enjoyment they did, they went to their rooms. After a few minutes, Mr. Blair saw Dr. Armstrong going out, so he called out Lombard, who was in Vera Claythorne's room doing his business. <laughs> Ang programang ito ay rated SPG. Well, kidding aside, <laughs> Dr. Armstrong was gone, which made them think that he was just hiding somewhere. But the bottom line was, there were only three of them. So let's continue the poem. 
three little soldier boys walking in the zoo. A big bear hugged one, and then there were two. They decided to ask for help by lighting up something that can catch someone's attention. Claythorne and Lombard went out the house and Blair was left alone. He saw something that made him stay and, ta-da, a bear hugged him and killed him with a knife. Of course, it, was a, it wasn't a real bear though. Okay, so let's continue the poem. So two little soldier boys sitting in the sun. One got frizzled up and then there was one. While Claythorne and Lombard was walking by the sea, they found Dr. Armstrong's body. So we thought that Dr. Armstrong was just hiding somewhere, but it seems that he was already dead. So the moment they saw his body, Claythorne seemed to be not thinking straight. So she stole Lombard's gun and killed Lombard. One little soldier boy left all alone. He went and hanged himself, and then there were none. Claythorne was the left one, little soldier. So with her guilt about what she did, she hung herself. Then someone stepped in. Someone. And this someone is Old Justice Wargrave. The moment he stepped in, he recited the last line of the poem to Claythorne. Yes, Wargrave did all. If you were asking yourselves already how he did it and how he hid himself, I was questioning myself too. I was asking myself too. Well, going back to the story, he revealed himself, but in the end, he killed himself too. And then there were none for real. Well, all I can say about the story from the characters, setting, plot, theme, and everything, it was a roller coaster ride. The suspense is legit on its highest level. It also left me puzzled out from time to time. While I love the mysterious part of it, but what really had my interest was, was Mr. Philip Lombard's body? Well, <laughs> well, just kidding. So one thing that had my interest is Justice Wargreaves' revelation. Maybe for the last part of this podcast, I will be asking you which soldier you would want to be. Well... So for the analysis of the story, Agatha Christie's work is indeed a contemporary literature for it has catered um, the parameters of being one. So it gives the readers a question of meaning from the beginning till the end. It is a talent that let the readers feed themselves with the story. So it also raised social implications because of the changes of its title. For the information of everyone, its title has been changed from 10 Little Niggers to And Then There Were None. Well, actually, some published books were entitled 10 Little Engines. So what really piqued my interest while watching its miniseries adaptation was the mystery behind the invitation for these people. Last 
thing for this analysis if you were one of the recipients of Mr. and Mrs. Owen's invitation. This is my question to all of you. Will you go to the Soldier Island? Well then, thank you very much for listening. I am Christian Andrew Jelibunaw, a third-year student of Bachelor of Secondary Education of Mikawayan College, signing off.